This hour is sponsored by Full Life Chiropractic. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WHIO and Cox Media Group. This is WHIO's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, everybody. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. Dayton's all news and talk is 1290-957-WHIO. Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. My job is to remind you uh, that you're meant to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to also teach you these uh, principles so you can remain healthy for the rest of your life and enjoy your family. Uh, So today we're going to be talking about mid-back pain, and mid-back pain is something that affects quite a bit of people, and it's something I haven't talked about in a while. Of course, I talked about the neck, the low back, sciatic nerve in the last few weeks. I talked even about allergies and sinus issues. So I want to cover the mid-back because something that is kind of often overlooked by a lot of people and something that people don't even realize they're dealing with um, as, as they continue to age. So I uh, want to welcome you guys. And as always, want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. That's A-S-K-D-R-J-U-A-N.com. You can find us also um, by searching Living the Full Life via podcast on iTunes. Uh, and you can download this show or any other show we covered in the past. And then uh, lastly, you can Call our office at 937-552-7364, press option 2. Uh, team is standing by ready to answer your questions about this show or shows we cover in the past uh, or and or schedule an appointment if that's what you're looking to do. So uh, I want to welcome you. And uh, before I move forward, I want to uh, look backwards a little bit and, uh, and, and, and share with you why it is that I get on radio every single weekend and why I educate people about where true health and healing comes from. And uh, that, that reason for me is my mom. My mom, six years ago, calls me. Uh, while I was in the middle of chiropractic school, she calls me to tell me she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer. Of course, she starts crying at that moment. Of course, I start crying also, as she is my hero. Uh, I saw my mom struggle day in and day out as a single mother of three uh, to put food on the table and a roof over her head. So I asked my mom, what are you going to do? She says, I know what I'm not doing, son. I'm not doing chemotherapy and radiation. And uh, that that's basically it. And I said, okay, uh, okay, great. I mean, I, I'm completely baffled at that moment. I don't know what to do. I'm like, you know what? I know one thing, through school I'm learning quite a bit about the human body, and I know that if your brain and your body are communicating on 100%, your brain controls your body, it ought to function and heal at 100% like it was designed to, so mom, let's get your spine checked. We got her spine checked, and from the side, when you look at somebody from the side of the neck, my mom uh, was supposed to have a 45-degree angle in her neck when we took her x-ray. She had zero degrees out of 45, which is not normal. Uh, That's something, obviously, that kind of uh, made me very well aware that that clearly was causing some problems. And then from front to back in the upper back area, uh, you're supposed to be completely straight. Well, from T1 through T7, the upper back area, my mom had a bend in her spine, uh, you know, crushing the exact nerves that come out of there, going to her breast tissue and vital organs, and and also causing a plethora of issues, uh, upper back pain, neck pain, headaches, uh, sinus infections. And I know I sound like a broken record for those of you who tune in every week, but once again, I can't forget where I'm going uh, because I, I know what got me here. What got me here is the fact that my mom is still alive today, uh, six years battling cancer. She's doing a lot of natural things that are helping her body stay healthy and heal naturally. And if it wasn't for her story, uh, many of you would have never obviously probably even came to our office because uh, it's something to 
have a doctor sharing some great health information on radio and then have somebody actually share uh, passionate information about why they want to help people. And that, that's why I get up every day. Every single day, my number one goal is to help people not ever become my mom and heal from within naturally so they don't have to go through the heartaches we've gone through the last six years uh, and the worry, of course, of, you know, is this disease going to spread? Is it going to kill her? And all these crazy things that obviously go through everybody's heads when they have a family member dealing and battling with that. So, uh, you know, so today we're going to be covering mid-back pain because that's something my mom suffered from, you know, and, and it's crazy because... As I go through these topics every single week, of course, she doesn't have every single one of them, but quite a bit of them do relate to her because she had them at one point or another. And the reason why I remember so vividly is because as a young man, I remember looking at my mom and saying, like, why are you in pain again? Why are you taking those pills again? Why are you doing this again? Why are you going to the doctor again? Right. So those are the questions that I was asking. And I really didn't know the answer. I'm like, oh, you know, she must be just in pain. She works hard, you know, uh, and I kind of just chucked it up to that. But it was really that my mom was didn't have the best posture. Uh, she was destroying her body working, just like many people do every day. She was destroying her body working to provide for her family, of course, which is a very honorable thing to do. But nonetheless, now she is sitting you know, at home, of course, you know, trying to get uh, the last bits of health out of her life so she can be here for hopefully another 10, 20, 30, 40 years. So this is why, you know, I, I get on radio to educate you guys so you don't ever become that person or that statistic that, you know, your family member will be, you know, worried about or crying for uh, if God forbid something terrible were to happen. So uh, why am I talking about mid-back pain? It's something that, you know, a few weeks ago, I talked about headaches, I think, and then I talked about neck pain, talked about sciatica, and I kind of like danced around the whole entire spine except for the middle of the spine. And I did a radio show. I think I've done maybe two total in the last three plus years. It's a topic that I kind of hit upon every once in a while, but I don't do it often because mid-back pain is not that it's rare. It's that it's not as common as neck pain and low back pain. And secondly, too, people that have mid-back pain, generally speaking, also have neck pain or low back pain. And those things are more detrimental to them. So they obviously over-focus on the neck and low back. But I'll say this. I do have patients that come in just because of mid-back pain. So it's just, this is the, literally a topic that if I were not to cover it or talk about it, uh, it would be something that kind of goes, you know, in, in the in the closet and nobody would ever know. And some of you might have been listening and saying, like, you know what? I wonder if he does deal with back pain, uh, mid-back pain, and does he, does he actually help people with that? The answer is yes, short answer. So I'm going to talk about where it comes from, what, what actually happens. Uh, of course, I'm going to give some tips on what you can do naturally, like stretches and such that would help you uh, and things that you can do ergonomically at work and at home and picking up the babies uh, and even women that are like breastfeeding. And this is one of the biggest ones that I see come into our office as moms that are just had a baby and they're breastfeeding. And, and, you know, obviously that connection of, you know, the baby's breastfeeding, you're looking at the baby, make sure they got a good latch and you're staring into their eyes. It's a beautiful uh, amazing connection that the mom and the baby make, but the, nonetheless, what that that lady is doing, that mom is doing, is looking down at the baby, which is undoing the curve in her neck. Furthermore, it's actually straining the muscles between the shoulder blades in the middle of the back. So obviously, not that you have to be <laughs> breastfeeding in order for you to have mid back pain, but nonetheless, that that's kind of the 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 genre that I see right now in our office. Yes, men do come in with mid back pain sometimes, and women do that are not breastfeeding, and it's because of what they do for work. And if you sit at a computer for work every single day uh, with the shoulders rolled forward 
and your head protruding forward so you get closer to the screen and all, all those things do uh, allow for that mid back pain to develop so you know there's a lot of different things that can actually cause it and some of the most common things that actually cause mid back pain are things like you know lifting things inappropriately so lifting things inappropriately uh also overuse you know that's one of the things that a lot of people kind of want to overlook because nobody wants to know nobody wants to be told like hey you're doing too much right and that's kind of like honored here in America. I was like, hey, you're doing too much. Keep destroying your body. You're so cool. You're, you're, you're amazing. Uh, you know, and the reality is that you're literally shortening the life, uh, the lifespan of your body. Not necessarily that you're going to die early, but you're going to not be able to utilize your body in your latter years uh, when you're, you're obviously trying to slow down and trying to see the grandkids grow up and all that stuff. Your body won't, won't function as well because you've been running so fast and going so hard that you're deteriorating things that you're never going to quite frankly grow back or heal uh, at 100% uh, because those things change forever in, in some instances. So mid-back pain is something that really, uh, you know, once again, it, it, it's overlooked quite a bit and some people just chuck it up to like, hey, yeah, you just got to type back, go get a massage and it'll work and it'll work itself out. But, um, you know, some of the some of the things that would cause it is, of course, overuse. So lifting, uh, you know, lifting routine or just lifting stuff, you know, lifting groceries out of the trunk of your car. Also uh, lifting weights if you start like a new exercise routine. Right. Um, also, not using your mid-back muscles would also lay, uh, lead to you developing mid-back pain. So how does that happen? So prolonged sitting or laying down also uh, cause mid-back pain because what you're doing is that the shoulders, if you're sitting down, that's the most common position, so I'm going to cover that one. Sitting down, unless you're sitting nice and straight up uh, and then shoulders rolled back, you're not really utilizing the muscles in between the shoulder blades, those muscles being the trapezius muscle, the rhomboids, and a few other smaller stabilizing muscles. Those muscles then become overstretched. As they become overstretched, they become weaker. The shoulders roll forward even a little bit more. As they are overstretched, they cannot actually um, you know, relax because they're, they're being pulled to the very extreme of their length. So what that does is it causes muscle adhesions or muscle trigger points, we'll call them. And that's what like when somebody pushes in the middle of your back, uh, you know, your spouse or one of your kids, whatever, pushes in the middle of your back, like just inside, just middle of the actual shoulder blade, you'll find some very tender, tight spots in there. That's because the muscles have been so overstretched and so over, overly uh, abnormally positioned that those muscles have to do everything and anything they can within their grasp to try to bring that shoulder blade back, which is never going to come back to, to, to its proper position. So that is how uh, disuse or lack of use would expose you to developing mid-back pain. Uh, another one is uh, sleeping in an uncomfortable position or surface. So we've all done this at one point or another. Some of you probably went on vacation and slept in a bed that's not very uh, uh, accommodating to your body. So you end up coming back from vacation with a horrific, you know, back pain in the middle back or even low back or neck or, or you know, utilization of, of a pillow that doesn't really quite fit your body frame. So all those things obviously do affect your body's ability to 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 relax those muscles. And those are the things that we're looking at as far as, you know, 
uh, uh, you know, causing mid back pain. Another one of the last ones that I want to cover before I go on break is a poorly fitting backpack, especially in a child. So if your children are developing muscle uh, tightness in the middle of uh, uh, the back, that right there can also cause the actual mid back muscles to to get tight and sore and, and hurt and cause mid back pain. So those are the, the, the top things that I would say most people would develop uh you know mid back pain and i'm gonna cover a few more that most people don't even realize but i gotta take a quick break here you're listening to living the full life on 1290 95.7 whio the in season talk it's our ask the expert weekend on the miami valley radio station with breaking news weather and traffic 1290 and 95.7 whio dayton's news and talk it's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you're created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. Uh, also, on your mind, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. A-S-K-D-R-J-U-A-N.com. Also, you can find us by caller our office at 937-552-7364. Press option 2. Team is standing by to answer your question about this topic or any other topic we covered in the past. So uh, I want to welcome you back. to. We've been talking about mid-back pain, just getting started here. Talking about the things that cause mid-back pain. Once again, the last few weeks, I've kind of hit upon every other area of the spine, especially neck pain, you know, uh, low back pain, headaches, sciatica, kind of, you know, uh, upper region, lower region. I want to focus in the middle region and talk about what um, what is actually uh, happening when you develop mid-back pain. Uh, uh, another uh, another thing that I want to kind of talk about in the mid-back is that, you know, sometimes, yes, you sleep in the wrong position, you overdo it, all these different things do cause mid-back pain. But one of the ones that most people don't even realize that could be causing is most likely in America, I'm going to say most likely causing, especially if you sit at work, sit, you know, in a truck, driving a truck, or you're always looking down, is poor head posture. So what do I mean by that? So when you're looking at somebody from the side, and, and you've seen this, uh, especially ladies are very conscious of this because uh, it, it just makes them look a different way. So, um, you know, you, you'll have that aunt or grandma or somebody, even might be your mom, that has that hump in the middle of their back, right? And obviously, I, I hate to call it that, but that's kind of like the easiest way that most people could identify and say, oh, I know what you're talking about. So that hump in the middle of your back only happens because your head protrudes forward. So that's also known as forehead posture or forehead translation. So when that happens, the muscles in the middle of the back, so the muscle in the middle of the back, I talked about it earlier, the rhomboids are muscles that are very small. There's a upper and lower uh, rhomboids. So those muscles are smaller compared to the trapezius muscle. The traps, you know, like uh, guys know what I'm talking about. Like, hey, my traps are kind of like jacked and they look pretty strong, whatever. Ladies would know what the traps are because those are the muscles that where they carry their stress right above the shoulders. So um, those muscles not only are there, those muscles go all the way to the base of your skull, so in your neck, and those muscles also go all the way down to T12 uh, vertebra. So it's a pretty huge muscle. It's got like three areas, the upper, the middle, and the lower. Uh, not that anybody calls it that, you know, but nonetheless, the area that is in the middle and the lower, uh, those areas are affected and most people don't realize uh, because 
clearly they're worried about the upper trap, which is the part where, you know, hey, give me a massage. Most people start at the upper trap area, you know, in the shoulders, right? But the thing is, is if your head is protruding forward, that muscle's job is to help you look up. So like if, I, if you look up right now, look up at the ceiling, right? So that muscle allows you to do that. So it contracts, you know, brings your shoulder blades back, etc. You look up, touch the ceiling, right? So that muscle, that's his job. Whenever you are sitting in front of a computer, for example, and your shoulders are rolled forward and you're sitting slouching, right? And your head goes forward, you're creating a pseudo hump or a fake hump, right? Eventually it will go from fake hump to a real hump because the muscles, ligaments and tendons are getting accustomed to this new position. So that's what happens whenever you don't take care of your posture or are aware of it. And that's another, I would say nine times out of 10, uh, minors, obviously, you know, maybe a poor chiropractic adjustment for somebody, or you fell on something, some sort of trauma, but nine times out of 10, um, you know, most people that show up to my office with mid back pain is because of a protruding forehead posture, which is pretty significant. So that is something that you need to be aware of and something that you may need to change the ergonomics of your actual workplace to make sure you're in an upright seated position with your shoulders back, head straight and level, uh, and, and also just in a comfortable position with your elbows bent at 90 degrees so you can type on the keyboard. So all those things do take into account uh, whenever you're developing mid-back pain because if, if you don't address those things, you can do all the exercises, all the stretching, all the massages. You can actually do all the chiropractic adjustments you want. All those things are never going to fix the fact that you for 8, 10, 12 hours a day at work undo any progress you make by getting the massage adjustment or even putting ice on it. So that's something that you need to be aware of because if you do not address the spinal position by via posture, then you're going to continue to always have the recurring tightness and and, and, uh, and trigger points and et cetera that are going to continue to obviously aggravate your mid-back and leading to mid-back pain, which obviously you'll treat the conventional way with some sort of over-the-counter medication or ice or whatever have you, which are not really getting to the cause of the problem. They're just masking the symptoms. So I got to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Day and Season Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to treat it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. Uh, you can find us also uh, by calling our office at 937 552 7364 Press option two, team is standing by, ready to answer your questions about this topic or any other topic in the past uh, that we covered. So I want to welcome you back. We've been talking about mid-back pain. Uh, why are we talking about mid-back pain? Something that's kind of like boring, some people may think, right? But so if you, if you have mid-back pain, it's not very boring. Uh, it keeps you very well aware, and it's not very fun because it's uh, just in an area where you can't get to, you can't self-massage, and it just makes people miserable. So, uh, you know, if it's boring to you, I get it. Uh, until you have it, you won't understand it. Uh, I've had it before. It's not very fun, especially when you got that tight spasm that just continues to get worse and worse and worse as the day goes on. And then you literally have to figure something out or take something to make it go away. Uh, that's, that's the type of mid back pain I'm talking about. So, um, another thing, another few things that I can actually, uh, cause, you know, mid back pain are bulging disc or herniated disc. That, that is something that, that, really 
would aggravate that area. Not necessarily because you have just a bad posture or just, you know, tight muscles, but herniated and bulging disc um, really do also aggravate the nerve endings that are coming out of that mid-back, which would talk, which those nerves actually talk to those muscles in between the rhomboids and the traps. So those nerves uh, cause those muscles to get irritated. Those muscles then will go into a spasm and contract. Uh, obviously, then that would lead to just, you know, aggravation of the actual nerve, causing more pain, ex- you know, obviously in that area. So as far as, you know, bulging disc or herniated disc uh, causing mid-back pain, I, I want I want you to be rest assured that it is not very common. It does happen. It does happen, but literally 90% of bulging discs occur in the lower back or the, the lumbar area, uh, and that's really the main area where, where it would happen. And then also, uh, it does happen in the, in the neck, but not as high as it would be in the back. And it also happens to men more likely than women, because obviously men, we do not very smart things with our bodies and we're tougher and we just, you know, grin and bear and rub mud on it and keep trucking. Right. So that is, uh, well, the bulging disc and, 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 you know, and, and herniated disc, which it does cause mid back pain. I would say it's not one of the top ones, but I still wanted to cover it because some of you may be dealing with that. Um, you know, this is, this is something that would affect some people out there because, because of that actual, uh, you know, cause not anything else that I cover so far. So then, then of course, what do you do about it? So there, there are plenty of things you can do about it. Of course, you can do stretching. So one of the most uh, fundamental things you can do is obviously move your body. And this is activity, staying active, and also stretching hand in hand are super important when you are looking at, um, you know, the, the mid-back pain, not, not just the mid-back pain, actually the entire body. So if you do not utilize your body, i.e. you don't move your body well because you go from like the sleeping position in your in your bed, you get up, you make your coffee, you go to the sitting position on the toilet, and then you go to the standing position while you drink your coffee and read the paper as you peruse around the house, and then you work in the seated position, and then, you know what I mean? So all you're doing is staying stagnant for periods of times with little very movement in between. So staying physically active is so important because it keeps everything moving. As everything keeps moving, the muscles, ligaments, and tendons don't become as stiff or as tight, which means in turn that your body is more adaptable to the actual stressors of life. So if you had to sit down for five, six hours to do work, uh, if you're active and moving more, you're less likely to develop those adhesions and those muscle trigger points that would lead to obviously mid-back pain. So something that I would highly, highly recommend doing if you have mid-back pain is to stretch. So one of the number one things that you can do, and this is one of the stretches or exercises, I guess you can call it, that you can do to start engaging those muscles. So if you're sitting up nice and straight in a chair or even in your car, what you're going to do first is you're going to bring your shoulder blades back. So you're going to try to scrunch the skin in between, those muscles in between the shoulder blades. You're going to pull them straight back. And then what you're going to do is you're going to look up to the ceiling. That is doing two things. That is actually strengthening those muscles between the shoulder blades, the rhomboids and the traps. And then also engaging the trap muscle for one of those actions that it does, which once again is looking up at the ceiling with your head 
would engage. So what you would do is you would hold that for five to ten seconds, and you stop. You kind of move around. You know, you twist and turn maybe just to kind of get things loose, and then you do that again. You may want to pause for maybe 15, 20 seconds, a half a minute, or something like that before you do it again. I would do no more than three to five repetitions, maybe once a day or once every other day. That is slowly going to start bringing your shoulders back. And as your shoulders come back, your head will actually be forced to do no other job but to come back. And then as you're doing that exercise, also you're strengthening the muscles that would hold that curve, natural curve in your neck. Uh, and our patients, all our patients kind of do that movement in our office. So some of you listening right now, uh, one of my patients actually, and <laughs> big shout out to uh, Jim, he calls it his weeble wobbles. That's what he calls them. And it's just uh, what we do is we teach all of our patients to move their spine in the six ranges of motion that is created to move. And so rotation to left and right, lateral flexion uh, to side to side. And then also front to back flexion extension. Why do we make them do that? Because we want to engage all those muscles that surround the spine. And little did many people know that those same muscles are the ones that are most neurologically rich that actually feed the brain information about where the spine is in space, which actually creates exercise for the brain. Because the only way that you can exercise your brain specifically physically is by moving your spine because it's literally the highway communication, spine, spinal cord, those nerves go directly to your brain. The other way you can obviously exercise this cognitively is by reading, doing you know puzzles and studying and stuff like that. But physically, you cannot ex- exercise your brain physically. You have to do something with your body in order for you to get that information to the brain. So that's just a really cool fact that I learned back in school through research, and it was pretty awesome to kind of understand that. But those exercises are some things that, that you can do to to actually get your spine uh, nice and in proper position. But secondly, uh, utilize those muscles that have been overstretched and are you know got those trigger points. So that's one of the top things you can do. Another thing you can do for mid-back pain is roll it out. I know that a lot of people know what that means. Some of you don't, and that's okay. Uh, many, probably more of you don't than, than do. So rolling it out. So I'm sure by now many of you are familiar with the foam roller. The foam rollers that you see people like at the gym and probably see them on TV. It's like a over-large PVC pipe. It has foam around it. So like, you know, the PVC pipe itself is not, it's not very comfortable to lay on. So they put foam around it, and you, what you do is you you lay on your back on top of this roll and with your knees bent, you kind of roll back and forth. Eventually, sometimes people will hear a cavitation or a crack. Uh, you know, obviously people are like, hey, Dr. Juan, crack my neck. Like, we don't crack, we adjust, but that's another discussion for a different day, uh, uh, of course. Um, but the reality is that once you feel that bone kind of shift back into place, sometimes you'll feel or pop or a crack or whatever you want to call it, a cavitation. So that right there is another way for you to actually self-massage those muscles in order to get them to start calming down from their spasm, which then allows you to hold a better posture. Because a lot of you cannot hold a decent posture because the muscles are so tight and the muscles are so, uh, so, so overstretched that there's nothing, nothing you can do to kind of help it. Uh, obviously, staying active is another really good way, which I already kind of talked about. Uh, resting your body is super important. Obviously, getting enough sleep and rest will allow those muscles to relax because you're not utilizing them, especially if you do a physical job, physical labor. So it's something that you may want to um, you know, consider. But one of the main things that I would definitely 
uh, you know, recommend, especially if you have mid back pain, is working on correcting your posture. And I'm going to dive in here for a couple, maybe a minute or two, but correcting your posture. So what does that mean? So whenever you, um, when you're at work, um, you have to take breaks from the seating position. I know a break, generally speaking, for those of us have worked jobs and where you're standing on your feet all day, which is what I still do right now, uh, you know, because of being, being a chiropractor. But, you know, many of us think like, oh, well, I'm sitting down. I am taking a break. Well, when you're sitting down for more than 30 minutes, we'll call it 30 to 45 minutes, your muscles that are holding you in that seated positions, the ones that are kind of keeping you upright, those muscles fatigue. When those muscles fatigue, you go from muscle holding you in place to ligaments and bones and tendons holding you in place, which then starts putting strain on the joint capsule that gets inflamed. That inflammation leads to irritation of the nerve. That irritation of the nerve leads to pain. So this is where I would highly recommend that you work on your posture. And the number one way to do it is by taking a break from sitting uh, for prolonged periods of time. So you got to get up from your desk. And if you have a standing desk, uh, I know some people have those and, you know, uh, you can raise it up and stand up and do a little bit of standing for maybe five, 10 minutes and then sit down, uh, back down uh, on your chair. And this is where, when you're sitting, you have to sit in a proper position. You can't just sit and slouch back, like, you know, back in high school when you didn't really care about any of this stuff, right? You got to sit up nice and straight. You have a chair that is actually good, uh, you know, for your body. So that chair has to have lumbar support, um, you know, to some extent. If it doesn't have lumbar support, the easiest thing you can do, instead of keeping your knees at 90 degrees, you'll bring in your feet close to the chair. That'll actually drop your thigh bone down. And what that does, it actually accentuates, sort of forces you to have that lumbar lordosis or that, you know, that, that back, that bend in your low back, which then takes strain off of those muscles and ligaments and tendons. So this is where the sitting position, when it's done correctly, you should be able to sit for hours upon hours uh, with breaks in between and not feel like you just got hit by a train at the end of the day. If you're sitting all day and you get out of work and your mid-back pain is killing you, your, your mid-back uh, pain is killing you, and then you have a bunch of trigger points, you then often get a headache at the end of work because not only is the trap at your shoulders and to your neck, it goes all the way down to your mid-back, and that could be actually causing your problem. Many people would never know that because they've never been x-rayed, and they don't even know the angle of their low back, their mid-back, and their neck. So all those things take a part, and they play a very crucial role in your development of mid-back pain. So Correcting your posture is super important, and that's why I spend so much time on it. Uh, and the number one way that you do is by looking at your working environment because that's where you spend the most time in either healthy or unhealthy positions that lead either to healthy or diseased spine and disc and, and et cetera. So that is super important that you guys kind of get that through your heads because if you do not correct your posture, you can get adjusted 96 million times. You can eat an anti-inflammatory diet. You can get up every 20, 30 minutes. But if you sit down in a really, really cruddy, uh, you know, bad position, you're going to literally shift those bones right back out of place, which then in turn is going to lead you to starting to cycle all over again. So very important that you understand that posture, it is absolutely crucial when you have mid-back pain and not just mid-back pain, but basically neck pain and low back pain also, but mid-back pain is something that is directly proportionally related to 
bad posture. If you have bad posture, your head is forward, shoulders are forward, you're going to have mid-back pain most likely or not. So that is something that I would highly, highly recommend you guys look into. Uh, but I got to take a quick break here. You're listening to uh, Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, the Institute of Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Live the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can call us at 937-552-7364. Press option two. You can find us on Facebook also uh, by searching Full Life Chiropractic. You can also uh, find us by searching on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. Uh, you can find that website and look through testimonials and events that are coming up, etc. on there. So there are plenty of ways for you to get a hold of us. And also, if you want to listen to the show or any other shows we cover in the past, you can also download this podcast on iTunes by searching Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan, in which obviously at which point you can listen to every single show all the way back to the very first one we did uh, December of 2017. So plenty of plenty of topics there. If you literally applied over uh, one thing from all those hundred shows, you'd be doing a hundred different things, um, you know, and that would obviously change your health naturally without you doing anything else uh not even coming to see us or going to any other doctor whatsoever that would improve your health so i'd be i'd be very very uh impressed if anybody would take on that challenge and say you know what i don't know anything about health but i'm gonna actually listen to every single one of the actual shows and try to implement something from that show even if it's a show for women or men specific uh, or children you're like you know i'm gonna implement something from that show and actually uh get better health uh as i continue to age so uh you know so for for those of you that are suffering from mid back pain the once again uh one of the last things you can do and this is once again uh, a broken record broken record alert that's that's what i want to say actually i just made that up on the fly but we're going to call it a broken record alert broken record alert means that dr juan you talk about that literally almost every single week it's kind of like you know my mom's story yeah it might be broken record alert but it is my mom's story so if you don't if you don't like to listen to it you can skip the first 5 minutes of the show but nonetheless that's what gets me fired up to be get, be able to get on radio but a broken record alert is something that i talk about like literally constantly that if for those of you who've listened to my show for over a year like if you don't know this like you literally missed the boat and like you know not trying to be rude or anything like that but like uh, intelligently like i would question like do you even listen uh you know uh, this is where the most important thing the most important thing is what you put in your body in the form of food the most important thing is what you put in your body in the form of food. Why? Because I have people that walk in my office that are in pain, but everything else is kind of sort of kind of normal and they're okay. They just have a little pain in the, the sciatic nerve or they might have headaches or whatever, right? It is common. They're not normal, but that right there, that scenario is just described as people that actually eat a very decent diet. And some of you, once again, you don't want to hear that. You want to continue eating your McDonald's. You want to continue getting every single meal of your life uh, from a window through a paper bag, you know. <laughs> so the reality is so. An anti-inflammatory diet is absolutely crucial. So I want to put it to you this way. So you sit at work all day uh, in front of the computer and you're stressing out the disc in between the vertebra because you're in an abnormal, horrific postural position right so you're deteriorating the disc not only that now you are also 
causing inflammation in that area because the body's like, well, this is deteriorating. It's not getting better. So the body's intelligent. The body says, you know what? We got to fix this. So one of the ways we fix it is by sending inflammation in that area. So one of the things that that is actually bad is that if your body over, you know, over inflates an area, inflame an area, right, with fluids because it's trying to help it. When that happens, you're putting abnormal amounts of pressure on nerves, which cause even more pain. So those of you that keep shooting yourself in the foot, you do everything else I say, but you're like, I'm never going to listen to that guy about nutrition because I, I can't eat like a rabbit and, and expect to be full, right? And I get it. I understand where you're coming from. But the reality is this, though. You're always going to have issues with whatever problems you have for the most part, unless you change what you're putting in your body. So this is literally like a no-brainer. If you do nothing else... Stop eating sugar, sugary foods like pastas, rice, breads, sugary drinks, uh, even like really, really sweet, uh, you know, fruits like pineapples and bananas and whatever. Stop eating those things, especially if you can't cut them out of your entire day. I, I can understand that and I get it. But literally try not to eat sugar after 4 p.m. Why? 4 or 5 p.m. I'm going to say 4 p.m., but 5 p.m. is okay also. At that time, your body goes into the circadian rhythm of going to slow down so you can go back to sleep. When that happens, your body goes into inflammation, healing mode, and any sugar you put in your body is only going to cause that inflammation to be higher in your body. So this is why I highly recommend that your diet, especially in the evening, consists of things like leafy green vegetables. Obviously, Clean and lean proteins, you know, cage-free eggs, grass-fed meat, wild-caught fish, right? Uh, fermented foods like that contain probiotics, which is good for your gut, which you have really good probiotic gut flora, you will be anti-inflammatory. So that also is very, very good for your body. So these are the things that like are a no-brainer, easy to do. And I'm not saying do it every single day of the week, seven days of the week. Literally, if you start with just like your dinner... Uh, and just cutting out the actual sugar in your dinner, I, I promise you, you're going to probably notice a difference. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I've done it. I've recommended this to literally 100% of our patients. The ones that follow it are so happy with the results because they actually stick. The body stays in position longer. The body functions better when you have less sugar and less inflammation in your body. So if you didn't hear anything else about the show today, mid-back pain, if you reduce the amount of sugar in your body, you will have less inflammation and that will lead you to having a healthier, less pain or pain-free life and you can be who guys call you to be so uh i'm done with the show today folks i'm out of time i appreciate you guys listening uh once again we talked about mid-back pain so if you have any questions you can call the office at 937-552-7364 press option two thanks for listening to living the full life on am 1290 95.7 whio days and talk WHIO Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station from the Bushers Home Improvement Studios. Improve the value of your home with a sunroom from Bushers.